You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Take one. Knock, knock. Who it is? Receiving a Dana and we can't believe you thought I look in Stephen and Dana and we're in the room. Um. Hey, Queen. Hi. Is it Hi. Are we on? Yes, we're we are. On. On. Are people listening to this right we now? Are live. Right. Live. Live. Oh my god. So, okay, if you're just joining us, we. I have recently gotten picked up by the Broadway Podcast Network, so we may have some new people listening. So what we are is... Hi, hi. Uh, We are in the room with Stephen and Dana. An entertainment podcast where we speak to people who are entertaining and work in entertainment. Yeah, mostly theater because that's our bag. Um, And then... And our Rolodex. Yeah, and our Rolodex. I'm Dana and... I'm Stephen Farizy. And welcome and... I hope you all have had a great year. This is the most formal I've ever been on this podcast. <laughs> um, I just want to like be professional for like two sacks. Um, yeah, I guess our year has been amazing. Let's cheers because happy new year! Happy new year! Wow! So welcome. Thank you. Hi, you guys. That's Hi. Adam Wachter. Hi, I'm Adam Wachter. <laughs> you may know him from Disney Plus Encore. And if you don't. If your fingers on any sort of pause, <laughs> you're watching Encore on Disney Plus. It is. People are watching it because I think it's so good. But I feel like is anybody watching? It's such a niche. I watched it this morning. Oh, but yeah. Well, I no, was coming here. But it wasn't because I was watching it. Oh, the what? house I was in was Disney Gaze, and oh, we yeah, had to catch up for, on the Oklahoma episode. Obviously, what a great! I saw Oklahoma last night, the revival. Broadway. I hadn't seen it, and I loved it. Have you seen it? No, not yet. (gasps) Well, you better hurry. It's closing in like two weeks. I I got this. It's so good. You got this. I got this. You got this. I got the baton. Yeah, Ali Stroker. Wait, we'll we'll, no. Let's go back to Encore. Hold on. She's in Encore. I mean, that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I could talk about Ali Stroker for an hour and a half. We need to get back to. Please watch Encore. I just want to say. Watch Encore, everybody. Anybody listening if to this If you have Verizon podcast. Unlimited Data, you can get a free year of Disney+. Plus. That's Ooh. true. And then you can watch me on Encore. How many episodes are you in? I think I've seen I'm like in three. I'm in six total of the 12, but they come out weekly. So, so far, I'm in three, and then I will be in three more over okay. the next six weeks. So, which one have you done already? Which ones? Which shows? Um, as of this coming out, I have appeared in Annie... Beauty and the Beast, Annie Get Your Gun, and Fiddler on the Roof just a few days ago, but really we're recording yes. this in advance, so it hasn't gone yet. Oh, I can't wait! I know, we know some of the other MDs, uh, Rob oh, Math. Yeah. Oh, is I it, love Rob Math. Isn't he a sweetie yes. baby? he was in the Annie episode, because yes. he's in San Diego running that musical theater program. Yes, yes. Yeah, Carmel Dean right. has been on this podcast. Carmel Dean is right. a, a dear Wonderful. friend. So good, talented, Such a queen. MD and composer Carmel and has a show coming up yes. at Joe's Pub. Yeah. Oh, good for her. January the 25th at 7 Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So do you have a nice elevator pitch of what Encore is? I I don't know if there's like a, an official way of saying it, but I'm, sure there is, I'm obsessed I'm with it. I think it's... terrible at it. It has so many elements of... Uh, 
Goodness. So getting back to, I'm going to burst your bubble. So okay. our production company, this this is where we are right now. I work for a reality TV and documentary film oh production company. You should make Encore season two. Well, we made okay. the best worst thing that ever could have happened. <gasps> Wait. Yep. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Are you the one that yep. messaged? Yep. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. And then I also run the Twitter. Wait a minute. <laughs> like very poorly. How did you not spill that information? Very right poorly. After that? So I, because I got followed by the best worst thing that ever could have happened Twitter account recently, and wrote. I didn't know who it was, but someone a message being like, just want to let you know, I'm I'm obsessed with Best Worst Thing That Ever Could Have Happened. I saw it in the theaters while yeah. I was in tech for Merrily yep. at the Wallace in LA. Come on. And we were, the whole cast went and we were all like weeping and I've seen yeah. it many times since and I assign it to my students at Point Park and like, it's the best Amazing. Oh You're my God. You're in a curriculum. Um, You're in a curriculum. Amazing. For sure. It's you in this movie called Pittsburgh. Have you ever seen that mockumentary? Mm, I don't think so. Tell, tell us everything. There is a, do- a mockumentary. It's like it's like seventy five percent documentary, twenty five percent sort of curb your enthusiasm style fakeness. <laughs> and it was made in two thousand three, and I had never seen it or heard of it. But the executive producer of Encore, Alicia Rossiter, her friend made it, directed it, or something, and was like, "You have to see this movie because I live in Pittsburgh and I do musicals." And it is um, about Jeff Goldblum, also a Disney Plus star, yes. Yes. who is from Pittsburgh, and in the movie. He goes back to Pittsburgh to play Harold Hill in the Pittsburgh CLO Summerstock production of The Music Man. And it is wonderful. It's hard to find, but I bought like a DVD of it on eBay and it's excellent. And now I make my students watch Whoa. it. That's, I, did, I had no idea. That's niche It's very niche And like Ed Helmsley Jr. is the mm-hmm. mayor and Ileana mm-hmm. Douglas is mm-hmm. the mayor's wife. Chef Goldblum like brings these movie stars to Pittsburgh to do The Music Man for two weeks. And they made a movie about it. Well, what I was going to say is Encore has elements of Merrily and, as you just described, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. The dock. Everything comes back to Pittsburgh. It, it really does. Like, these people, some of the... Uh, yeah, so going back home to do musicals. Regular people, civilians, some mm-hmm. of them have different levels of success, what have you. Some of them at pursued theater. Yeah. Uh, um, not a very large percentage, nope. but, like, most nope. of them are... You know, nurses and school people. teachers and, yeah, yeah and have families. Or just reunite them and remount their high school musical production in five days. Yeah, and you get to see what they used to be like as Sandy. And, oh like, maybe some of that shine has worn off. Yes. And they get to re-watch those things and there's tears yeah. coming down. Seeing, seeing their, their ex. Seeing their ex so dramatic. Oh, my God. Annie, get your gun. It's in my notes. <laughs> as soon as we unplug these <laughs> microphones, it's in my notes. I yeah, have a couple a crazy favorite show. moments. My my absolute favorite is seeing at the very end when they get to put on the show. At the very end, you see their families yeah. watch them, and the way they're shooting, like their kids' faces looking up at their parents, like. I had no idea my dad could sing, and they're laughing hysterically at these like lines from Annie, and I, I just I I love it. It's I gorgeous. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. There's gorgeous moments every episode. Yeah. Truly, like, I was obsessed, and it's and also it's, hilarious. It's hilarious. You know, we're and trying to so have people vulnerable. Who don't do this. Yeah. I work in production. I know that all those people had to say yes, mm-hmm. sign mm-hmm. a release. Yep. And, and nobody's there that doesn't want to be. No, exactly. Right. That isn't ready Disney-fied to be. in the sense that like. Nobody's. I don't think anyone's really painted in a negative light. Like, at, at least from no. my experience, actually being there and doing it. Certainly, at the end of the week, every episode that I was on, the cast members were like so grateful that they had done it. They were so happy with the process and everything. I and imagine it's, not it's like so reality cathartic where for we them. Try to like make drama happen. There's enough drama. It's a musical. Like, when were you yeah. filming all these? Uh, this year. This Just... year, I um, we did like all th- from I think March through end of July like off and on they did 12 weeks 12 episodes all over the country we like go to their high schools I took I because I teach you know full-time at Point Park and I took two weeks off in the spring to shoot two episodes and then the rest I did over the summer 
Yeah. Oh, I know. It's real. We really do the show. Some people they do like, the whole make, thing. I was gonna say cuts. Yes, we do a whole show. I say we don't do the whole show because you just can't. It's five days. These are not professional people. But we do a whole show. We don't just do like a number here, Highlights. a number there, just for TV. We do okay. a start to finish, no stopping, one time only musical that has a plot and all the characters and most of the songs, even if they're somewhat truncated. But, like, it's definitely a musical that you follow through. It's not like we do mm-hmm. selections or something. We essentially do, like, you know, MTI Junior. Yeah. They have yeah. these sort of shortened one-act yeah. versions, but it's the whole show just shortened. We we do that. It's too fast. It's too fast. It's faster than, like, fast. it's faster it's than faster the movies. Yes, it is faster than... These are yeah, professional I think Encore things. City Center gets two weeks, right? I think ten days. Ten days. Yeah, we get five with people who literally have not done this since high school. And how long are the <laughs> rehearsal days? I mean, are you doing a ten to six, or are you working them to the We're, bone? This is the thing. The dusk. days are long, but it's not, like, full of rehearsal because they're we at the end of the day we are making a TV show not yes. a musical even yes. though we are making a musical so like know the, your medium the, yeah the frustrating thing is like they will constantly be pulling people out of rehearsal to go film an interview to go to a costume fitting or like if a bunch of the cast is like at lunch having a great conversation mm-hmm. about their high school days and we're supposed to be back at one o'clock to start rehearsal but the conversation is really flowing and they think it'll make good TV we just sit in that room waiting for them because they are not going to stop their amazing like, sure tearful like, conversation push, push it an hour push yeah, it an exactly, hour exactly 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 <laughs> so like we rehearse even less than a real show at and the do, end of the day because do they we get, do like little snatches of time do they get the the material beforehand are they like rehearsed in a way sometimes they get the script if we know who's playing what but sometimes we change like who's gonna play for the most part they play the parts they played in high school but sometimes like ensemble members come back and certain principals don't come back so we move people up Mm -hmm. and sometimes we figure that out in advance and sometimes we don't and we do like this audition day the first day and there were certainly some episodes where they got their script and score like the first day of rehearsal but they know what show they're doing yeah so they can and you there know. was there was a whole submission process, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. And yeah. wow, the, whoever cast it, I should know yeah. that name. Jessica. But... Jessica. 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 She's like, she's sure. She's very active on Twitter, liking the Encore post. Okay, good. Maybe. It. You'll find her. Okay. Yeah, she's, she cast it on LA. There was a submission after. Okay, so we did like a special. I don't know if you saw it, like the special pilot on ABC. Yeah, into the woods. Yeah. We did. did an, we did a pilot called that we did Into the Woods. We did it in California. Um, but like in 2016, you know, we shot it. And then um, that was a pilot for the series for ABC. ABC did not pick up the show, but they said, we're going to just air the pilot as a special. Fun, fun, fun. So they aired it in 2017. And shortly after that, they announced, I think, that it was like going to happen. And then Kristen Bell tweeted, like, here's the portal to submit your show, which is still live. I don't know. I mean, fingers crossed we yeah. get a second season, but you can still certainly submit your high school musical to be on Encore. I do would it. do my production of Edwin Druid again. Who are you? I was in the ensemble. Perfect. So you'd audition for you'd, Get you'd, a Better yeah. Part. Yeah. I get bumped. You get bumped yeah. up to be like Peppermint Patty. No, that's not Mystery of Edwin Druid. Who, oh you God. know, who's that woman? Peppermint Patty. What's the woman's name? Gina Rivera. Um, in Druid. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. It's like the one musical I don't actually know very well. Sad to say. Central Wisconsin. 1990. <laughs> Picture it. Picture it. Uh, 1999. We did The Wiz. Oh no. The White Wiz. White Wiz. White Wiz. A White Wiz. White Wiz. Yeah. Back into it. Okay. <laughs> so wait, where were we? Where were we? Do you love working on television? Yes. Here's the thing. You, when you're doing it, what? I was gonna say, you know, you're the you're the hot one. No, right? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, Kaniki was the hot oh, one. Oh, you're interviewing who? I was like, yeah. Well, let's get out of the hot one. But obsessed with you. Regular. I'm the only regular. You're the hot one. You're not the only. No, regular. Koi's on six episodes. Also, it's me and Koi. We're the, and Melinda's and on Melinda. Two. Yeah, but that's yeah. I do have a lot of airtime, which I found surprising compared to all the other music directors. Well, because mm-hmm. you're a goddamn gift to society, <laughs> and you need to be heard. I don't think so. I think I just like can't have no filter, so I just talk. But they only use like the good stuff. It's yeah. perfect. Uh, who are your musicians? Are they? They're local. local. 
and they. Um, but it's not the that's high school part of band. the challenge. It's not the high school band. They're local professionals, but that's certainly a big part of the challenge. That like doesn't make it into the show because who would care? But like actually finding local musicians that can do it and rehearsing them, and we like reorchestrate the shows for a smaller number for every performance, and that becomes. And, it, and then we go to like like cities outside LA and stuff, and it's great. Like the Fiddler Band is amazing. The Annie Band was great. We we're in San Diego, and then like other bands in maybe some other states I won't specify. We're not quite as up to snuff, and there were some great players. And then sometimes, you know, it's hard. You have to like call a local contractor down there, and they assemble the musicians, and you don't know what you're getting mm-hmm. until they show up, and then you like have to do this show but that's, that's what part I would of say why about, like, the show's brilliant because you never know yeah. you never know what you're getting and same with the pros in the cast because we always flesh out the cast with this pro company and they are locals also I mean that was my results. off mic question was how does one become a professional ensemble member you have to live in the city where we are filming or work in that city good god and then like usually just like the musicians this doesn't have to be off mic this is public information um they like the producers find a casting director which like who is the casting director in fort worth texas i don't know but they find whoever that person is that casts the local theater and they say we need an ensemble of these people who have you got and sometimes they're amazing and sometimes they're worse than the actual alumni cast. <laughs> you because know? you have what like nine or ten people that came back to you know the the principals yeah, of the like high school ish that come back. Yeah, and, and then, then you we fill it in. It out with like well, and like a few people that can be like pillars for the non-professionals to yes, know to where they're around are and like like Mr. Puma and Annie when she sure. takes those pros outside to rehearse soap no bubbles, I think, which is an iconic moment, I think, mm. of television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and Cha Cha de Gregorio in Greece, obviously. Just rehearse it with these characters that have one line and they just rehearse it over and over. Because it has to be. It has to be perfect. I mean, when I watch Grease, that is the most important line for Cha-cha. me. My name, what did she say? My name is Cha-Cha. My name is Cha-Cha I'm because dancer. I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette's with the worst reputation. Ah. It's the best part of the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> but anyway, back to television. Here's what I was going to say. Is it, when you're doing it, it doesn't feel like television per se because you are just tasked with like putting on this musical so it does, which is what you know how to which do which is what I do and sleep. what I've done for years and years and years yeah. so like yeah and it's reality TV they'll capture like, you it's not scripted I don't, and it's not my job to worry about the TV show frankly yeah, like, sure. it's my job to rehearse these people as best I can get the orchestra in shape get the score where we need it and like conduct the show and so I just do it and if like something funny happens along the way and the cameras are there to catch it so much the better. So much the better for me, too. <laughs> for all the viewers at home. Oh, my God, Encore. one point, you just look at your orchestra and you go, it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera cuts away. Yeah, probably to me, like, rolling my it's, eyes. Are people sending you memes like, of yourself? No, I wish they would. A couple what? people. Oh, I'm on it. Please do. Steven I, someone will. make a gif or a gif. How do you say it? I say gif. Gif, GIF is peanut butter. Okay, fair enough. A gif. Somebody make a gif. Please, because I don't know how. I don't know how to do these things. Can we go back to where it all began? Yes. Where? Yeah. How did you find your music? How did yeah. the music come into your life? Uh, my parents, I guess. It's Are you like parents. a musical family? Yes. I mean, I'm the only one who does it professionally. Sure. But my parents are very musical. My mother can play the piano, and my father can play the trumpet. And they both sing in their local choir in Holland, Michigan. And um, my brother is like a really gifted musician. He's more talented than I am, but he is a chemistry professor at a school outside Chicago. But he can play like any instrument, classical guitar and accordion and all these crazy things. Uh, but we, and my sister uh, plays trumpet also. And they both played like in the Michigan marching band, which I did not because I never played a band instrument. I was a viola player. Like in the car, my parents listened to show tunes, mm. which was sort of helpful. And you were nice. raised correctly. I was raised correctly. You know what? I don't think they were trying to raise a gay man, but they did everything right if they were, you know, <laughs> I think. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was like a lot of theater Mine. and show You heard it here first. Theater, yeah. And, and piano lessons. And then I started taking viola and just still like, I was acting at the time, which I haven't done now in years, but I was acting like in middle school and high school, mm. of course. What was your high school musical? If you were on Encore Once in different shoes. Mattress, 
Once Upon a Mattress, I played Prince Dauntless. Well, I did freshman year, I was Harvey Johnson and Bye Bye Birdie, which would also be great to do. Sophomore year was Oklahoma, but I was like Ike or somebody, and it wasn't. And they've already done Oklahoma, so that's done. Junior year, Once Upon a Mattress. But then I have a great story about Fiddler, since the Fiddler episode just came out. I'm sure the story is not in the episode because it's not about me, these these episodes of Encore, (laughs) as much as we like to pretend they are. (laughs) Depends who's watching. That's true, that's true. Um, but Fiddler in My high school... My newsfeed's all about you is what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> I... As soon as I go through like every tweet about Encore because I'm <laughs> desperate for a second season. No, okay, so then... Me too. So I was like the right. president of the drama club. You know. I mean, you know the gays. Like, cool. drama club, first chair viola in the orchestra or whatever, doing all the shows, Prince Dauntless once upon a mattress. Senior year rolls around. This is like my Encore story. Senior year rolls around. I'm like, I'm going to be the star, whatever musical they pick. And then they pick Fiddler on the Roof. Cut to, I'm the only Jew in the school. So I'm thinking like, but I'm not like a Tevya. If anything, I'm like a title. But I'm not a Tevya. I'm Same. certainly not I'm a Joanna Merlin. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ben Midler in the original production. Yes. Um, God bless. Right? So I'm like, what is going to happen? Oh, I guess I'll be Muddle the Taylor. No. Like, and so of course I'm cast as Muddle the Taylor. And I'm like, okay. But meanwhile, Miracle of Miracles... Which Bless the you, if, you, if you watch <laughs> the she in the school, Might be write, the title writes the it down in his notes. <laughs> ah. um, so, Kristen, you'll see, Chris, well, or you've just seen, because now it's spoiler alert. Spoiler if you alert. Watched yet? Yeah, Kristen Bell comes back and works with with the model, who's this great guy named Dustin in um, the Fiddler on the Roof episode. But anyway, Miracle of Miracles. Despite my very high sort of timbre of my gay speaking voice, like I don't sing high. No, I just have this weird low like bass baritone but like not present yeah like gay baritone useless voice nobody Nobody is writing for me no nor nor should they sorry but like I've never met another I have never known what you're talking about we exist useless voice we talk at the top of our ranges so you think that we're like gay tenors yeah but then we don't actually go any higher without flipping into falsetto and that's our voice I can play Tom Collins I, I can play Joan Tom Collins. Collins. <laughs> I can play Michael <laughs> Collins. Did you see that movie? It was about like the Irish Mafia. Never mind. That's that joke's not gonna What's play. What's your favorite Christmas movie as a Jew? Both of you. The Preacher's Wife. <gasps> Obviously, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a given. Or, or like gay. Life with Mikey. Is that a Christmas movie? I've never it seen it. It takes place over the holiday season. Oh. There's a Christmas party and Cindy Lauper like has a candy cane in her mouth at some point. I've never seen it. I've never seen it's it. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Everything's on Disney it's Plus. It's You must subscribe. A young Christina Vidal and Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox and Nathan Lane have a failing child agency for child actors. And they have oh. one successful client and everyone else is just crap. And then this little girl who uh, was a, she stole Michael J. Fox's wallet uh-huh. and becomes the sunburst cookie girl and like brings the what? agency back to life. Well, spoiler. And Christine Baranski has a moment. <gasps> and Barbara Baranski Walsh has a moment. And Nathan Lane and Barbara Walsh. I think maybe And it's Petankin, on Disney Plus. Because I think James Lapine directed oh, it. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And I think Mandy Patinkin plays Angry Man in Car. Young it's one of Mandy those. Patinkin. Yeah. Not oh, all wow. crazy, Mandy Patinkin. What a gold mine. Yeah. Life with Mikey's good. That. I will watch that ASAP. Let me know your thoughts. Okay, great. So you grow up correct. Oh, sorry, Fiddler. Wait a minute. Fiddler. <laughs> Where were we? I have to finish the story. Fiddler couldn't sing the song, Too High. And I said to Tammy Wilson, the choir director who hated me because she was very right wing Christian Republican, as everyone in the town was, but she like let it be known Midwest. that I was not to, you know, I was that I was if I was gonna sing on my own, I better change those pronouns to make it about a woman. And I said, I will do no such thing, Tammy Wilson. But the point is, um, okay, so she was so I went to her, she was the music director, and I said, This is too high for me. Well, and first she said, Oh, just sing it in your falsetto. Actually, I think she didn't even say falsetto. I think she said head voice. 
And I said, I will do no such thing, Tammy Wilson. I have cast recordings. I know which end is up. I see these local tours that come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Absolutely. I will not be belting out miracle miracles Change in my the key. head voice. It affects nobody That's else. what I said. It's a solo. Not only should you change the key to suit me, I will do it myself because I read and write music and I will transpose these orchestra charts for the orchestra and you don't even have to worry about it. And she said no. And it became a whole thing and like my parents oh, got bet. involved. I you bet. know, it's high school. It's mad. It's a mad it's time. Dra- it's the, the most, most drama that's ever happened, happened in my life is high school is theater. High school theater. Of course. That's why Encore it's exists. Scar- it's scarring. Yes. And it, long story short, they, they ultimately put their foot down and they said they wouldn't do it. And um, I quit. I quit the show, and I played in the pit orchestra instead, and I never looked back. Wow. Man of conviction, y'all. Yeah. Gets you on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> That's the kind of attitude that gets you on Disney+. Plus. Quitting. It is. Yeah. That's a true story. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? That's real. That's how this all sort of started happening. Because I was like, I can play instruments. I'll just do that. Because I love musicals. I don't need to be on that stage singing in my head voice. Nobody does. That's a note for all you kids out there, boys. No, Don't no, no. need to be on that stage singing in my head voice. Like BG's head voice? <laughs> no, that's like good. Like that's like countertenor goodness. This was this would have been bad. Bad tones when they're like when they voice. can't say just lip sync it. <laughs> just you, can't, it. you can't lip sync mm. Miracle of Miracles by yourself. By yourself, nobody else is singing. Oy. Yeah, that's where it all happened. And then I went to college and played more musicals and started doing like. You went to stock. UMesh. I went to UMesh. I went to UMesh undeclared. I was not a musical theater major. I was undeclared, just like playing piano for shows and things. And eventually did a major in theater arts. Got a bachelor of theater arts, which I don't even know if it exists anymore. I think it does. Um, and actually, some I don't know if I can release to the audience where we are at this moment on Thirtieth Street. Maybe not because they'll you stalk can. you. No. But the summer before, no, maybe do. not. The I summer hope. before my senior year, I spent at 265 West 30th Street interning for Dave Clemens Casting. It was me and like Rachel Hoffman and Nicole Valens and Sarah Schatz. Nicole Valens. Yeah, she was the other intern with the me. The only person that ever liked me in the audition room. <laughs> really? The only Too bad she doesn't person do it anymore to this then. day. But now she produces this, dance theater or yeah. something, right? And she produces she's, uh, Travis Wall's company. She's nailing it. Yeah, of course. She was she's always nailing, nailing it. it. We were interns together, college interns oh. at Dave Clemens Casting. Wow. How about that? Did you think you were going to do casting? Or I, was it just I a theater internship? It was just, I thought maybe casting. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought for a long time, and it was actually at the time it was true, I thought I don't play piano well enough and I don't know enough about music to do music in theater professionally and I had done like some summer stock and it had been like it's very high pressure and it was very intense and it was so much playing and I wasn't a good enough pianist at the time Mm -hmm. now that's another story because now I fucking got my shit together but at the time I could not play the piano well enough to do this like professionally like the pianists that come out of like these programs and can really do it so I thought well I just want to do theater I don't know what I'm going to do so I moved to New York Got another internship at the Joyce Cate Agency, which was a theater lit agency. They were she represented, she still represents like Tony Kushner and all these sort of big people. It was a very small boutique agency, and I was working there for a hundred dollars a week. And then at night, I had like theater promotional jobs to pay my bills, where I would pass out like in my life sample CDs and also the woman in white vocal selections to go around to piano bars and things to like promote Broadway shows. You know what we do in yes, New York. It's not. Yes. So the then the Joyce Cate Agency Soldier. got um, bought or like sucked into the Gersh Agency. And they took me with them. And I was a receptionist at the Gersh Agency in New York. Yeah. And then I got moved to the mailroom. And then I got moved to Randy Goldstein's desk and was her assistant. And then I left that and went to work for a producer. And then, um, and then I got fired from that producer's job because I was not good at it and not motivated. And I'm not someone who belongs in an office. Like, let's be real. No. I've got a personality. No offense to office people who I'm sure are lovely. Um, <laughs> we don't know any, so it's we hard to tell. Exactly. And then I was like, well, I, I need a job. Oh, I can still play the piano. And then I called my old friend Rachel Hoffman from Dave Clements Casting, who by then had moved wow. to Chelsea. And I said, can I come play auditions for you? And she let me. And then everything snowballed from there. And I started getting work as like a music director. And that is the life story of Adam Walker, which maybe is more boring 
than you think it maybe shouldn't be in the podcast. No, that's absolutely going to stay. Yeah, I want to ask you some follow-up questions. Okay, great, great, great. So were those um, interning moments, yeah. uh, you know, putting your feet on the ground, going here, going there, were those invaluable experiences, doing receptionist work? Did you learn things? Are you glad yes. you did it? Did it feel yes. like a waste of time? What's happening? I maybe wish I had been like more serious about music to begin with because I do feel like I lost a little bit of time. But the things I learned in terms of like organization and people skills and like running my real life and writing a business email and like all that nonsense that so many people can't do, mm-hmm. I do feel like was good in the end. And I made a lot of connections and friends mm-hmm. and I like had a good time at the end of the day. Yeah. I think so. You're yeah. doing all right. I'm doing all right. And then I was just like music directing forever and playing piano for things. And now I'm a professor and I live in Pittsburgh. So like where does life take you? And I'm on Disney Plus. So who the hell knows what that I could. I I mean, Rachel Hoffman always jokes with me that I've had like a gajillion careers because I sort of have done that. And every time you look up, I'm like doing something else. But I think that's interesting. Oh. And like life is sort of long, even though it goes quickly. It's actually long. You don't have to stick with the thing. This is why I tell my students, too. Like, yes, you're getting a degree, a BFA in musical theater, but, like, you don't have to stick with that your whole life if you don't want to. You can do anything. You can do musical theater in a bunch of capacities, or you can, like, completely switch gears and move to somewhere else you and do whatever. You can own a thrift store. You can own a thrift store. Island. You can raise alpacas. You can do whatever <laughs> you want. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want, and you don't have to just do one thing. You can like, do all of them at once. Yeah. Don't let this industry or your friends put you in a box or type you as like, oh, you're just an actor or you're just a musician or you, you know, I don't even know what it is that you do, but whatever that is. Like, yeah. you can do anything. Yeah. We can all do anything. You just sometimes have to, like, start again. But, you know. Yeah. It's getting fun. past your own shit. Because yeah. it's all up here. It's all up there. Don't, don't let anyone else define you. That's inspirational. No one welcome thing defines podcast. me. You're welcome, Broadway Podcast Network. This is an inspirational episode. It is. So uh, I, love, I love it. I love people's little touchstones, their outline, yeah. where they're at. Yeah. And the thing about acting or the profession, the business, is that um, I think a lot of people get discouraged by their day job or mm-hmm. like, I'm a waiter and like that's how people see me yeah. or bartender or whatever they're doing yeah. and it's kind of like that's all that's all up here like that's all up there don't people let their need opinions to pay their you. rent yeah <laughs> like, yeah everyone's like, doing that in acting school they tell you like don't don't ever use what another character says about you to define your character yeah you know your character comes from your dialogue what the playwright says about you and what you discover it's someone else's in the sh- someone else uh, some other character's opinion of you is not how you should define your character. And that's, like, true in life, I think. Yeah. Mm. It's a hard it's city to deep. live in, so you it's have to, like... I love that. It has to, you have to give yourself a lot it's of... It's impossible city to live in, and yeah. quite frankly, nobody should. And you don't that, live here. And I'm left, <laughs> and I left, and... And you don't miss it. I, well, I mean, so far, miss... I've been away two and a half years, and so mm-hmm. far, I do not miss living here. Uh-huh. I miss it. I miss friends. I miss theater. Sure. I don't miss living in New York yet. Maybe one day I will, but so far, I've been good. But the first year, I was in London, so it's, like... Which is also in my notes. I wanted to talk about London. You like jumped the pond for a while. Yeah, I did. What did you? What were you? I was doing. I was doing a master's degree. I was getting an MA in musical theater writing at Goldsmiths College at the University of London. How was that experience? First of all, going back to school as an adult, like I'm still not ready to ever even consider it. Like the idea of writing a paper. And you know what? I was like one of the oldest people in my program, and that was humbling in a lot of ways but it was also like oh I can do this because if all these kids can do it I can do it because I was I wasn't that old I was 34 at the time so like and a lot but a lot of the kids were like 22 like fresh out of undergrad or even younger because in the UK and Europe they usually finish undergrad like 21 mm-hmm. but that was great the program itself you know was um, most of the programs in the UK, the, most of the MA programs are one-year programs, which in the US is two years. Most of them are cheaper than they are in the US, mm. and you get a student visa out of the deal, 
to go like live abroad for a year mm-hmm. and do your master's degree. I wanted a master's because I wanted to explore teaching at the university level. And then I was like, what a great opportunity to just also just like get out of here. And mm-hmm. I took out a student loan, which was very scary because I had paid off, you know, undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to go into debt and I'm going to go to London and it was the best. Living there is the best. It was just really great to be out of the city. Sure. And I met my boyfriend there on Tinder. Do you, would you say that was the biggest risk you've taken in your life? Hmm. Did it feel scary in that way? or It felt scary, but necessary. Okay. I was, like, needing to get out of New York. Okay. I was pretty done. And I was actually, like... She was doing itchy. better than I was ever doing. Like, I was playing... At the time, I was, like, subbing on war paint a lot. I was playing a lot of war paint. I was playing a lot of auditions. I was constantly leaving town to do regional gigs. Things were going really well. But I... You was, were my neighbor! I was your neighbor uptown. I had to go. Sometimes I think... And, and all through my 20s and everything, I was always, like, that person that was, like, anybody who lives outside of New York in some sense must be joking and all these things and being like I will never leave I will never leave and then leaving was the best thing I ever did and I might come back I'm not like closing the book or like the thing but I don't know New York can just fuck you up New York can fuck you up and you're close enough to like yeah the flight's like an hour sure you can drive if you need to it's like six six and a half hours I'm close enough I can come see theater come see my friends Mm -hmm. and like you know, but I you had know. a Broadway gig. Yeah, I was. Playing, so was I that a, a goal Broadway of yours shows. that you like checked off? Yes. Yeah, that was another okay. thing. Is I guess you were rock well, bottom. You weren't like no. scratching at succeeding. You no, I was like at the living. top of for me at yeah. the top of where I had gotten to by that point. Interesting. Okay. It just wasn't it. I don't know. But you know, like you, your friends start to leave. They mm-hmm. all have babies. Mm-hmm. They all get married. Not in that order usually. Well, that's another reason why it's best to be gay. It's best uh, to be gay because, for every reason. You know, the yeah. friend family is less uh, heteronormative. But even the gays, they even all the get gays. married now, don't Who they? Who said they could have babies? It's weird well, now. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, are we finding that that really matters these days? What babies? That the gays are getting married. Oh, oh, look who's chiming in. Look who's chiming in with his champagne. No, no, no. It's, not that, it's not that it matters for that reason. It matters because they pair off for their like lives. So you don't all hang out as much anymore is what I'm saying. Mm. Like, your sure, family of gays sure. that you always went out with, instead, it's... They're a bit nuclear. They're, they're two 35-year-olds who like sit at home and would rather on. watch TV. And that's me. Listen, I'm not knocking that's it because... any same. of us. I... Do not leave my home unless I absolutely have to. to make if I'm money not making money, I'm, I'm home watching Disney Plus. I can't believe we were neighbors <laughs> and never took advantage of it. Because we don't leave our homes. I didn't know my we didn't neighbors. Know. But even if we did, I wasn't going to leave my house to visit you. Oh, I would have walked up. Well, that's nice. Walk, yeah. that's I walk nice. up to Kevin. I don't go further. Stephen will go to you. Should we play our game? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. So the game. Hi. So this is our end of year into the new year game that we'd like to play. It's called What Were You Doing on October 22nd? That's what it's called. What? So we pick a month and we pick a date and then we go in our planner and see what we were doing. Wait, but I think mine erases. No. No. I think on my phone it only keeps like the last three months, but on my computer... It keeps everything. Oh. Oh, no, never mind. No, I'm okay. I've got we'll it. We'll see if it happens. Hopefully, no. I don't have... I don't have January, February, or March. Well, let's hope none of those are chosen. Then we can redraw. Would oh, you I like to first? do the first honor? Oh, please. take a swig of yes. this. Yes. This is a fun game. I've never heard of it. June Ooh. is busting. 18. 
what was happening on June 18th. But I love this game so much because I write down everything. Oh my God, this is so boring. (laughs) On June 18th, I flew from London Heathrow to Pittsburgh. Oh, That's great. It was a travel day. It was a travel day. That's right. And and, uh, yeah, and a few days later, I went to Louisville to shoot the Pippin episode of Encore. And actually, at that point, I was flying back. This was right after the first week in June. We shot Annie Get Your Gun in Florida. And I flew straight from there to London to see my boyfriend. And then on the 18th of June, I flew back home to Pittsburgh. I have I nothing that. written down, so I either did nothing or... Oh my god, yours or... is a physical book. Yeah. <gasps> wow. I either did nothing or... You were um, drunk all day. It was like a day off and I did shit, but... Okay. I didn't see anyone. It was June. I probably didn't see anyone. I probably sat in front of the air conditioner. Maybe put this back in. Um, So June 18th, I had dinner. Because I wrote that down. I do that every day. Dinner? Would you like to choose? My turn? Yes. Okay. Was this a good year for you? Was this? Oh my like, god! This has been hype? my best year yet. Cause encore. I'm sorry. Like, cause I know, encore. but it's and the not course. to put too much pressure on it. But I just love that I did it, and like I'm now forever streaming somewhere, doing what I love to do. Couldn't you be know? better. And because like, that's something we don't get on Broadway. Like, unless you perform at the Tonys or on mm-hmm. the show. Like, there's, there's no, no footage of, it, of your Which is the great thing work. about theater, but also the sad thing about theater. It's the great or if you're Anna Lee like, and have a show on PBS. And well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. February 16th. Oh. What did we... Was that yesterday we chose that? Oh, I'm not going to have that? that in my calendar because we chose it's too that, early. Oh, shit. I have to pick a new month. No, no, no. You just do it. I feel like we did February... I mean, it was a Saturday and I was working. Um, no. Mm, okay. No, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry, it's not there. Is it better if we do October 16th? Because I just picked October. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Let's start that over and October say... October 16th. Oh. Woo! Oh, no. <laughs> I love when there's a giggle. I taught in the afternoon. I taught my advanced topics class to my two sections of seniors. Oh. That's it. I... Saw Joel Gray and Elizabeth Ashley. Oh, that was a big day. It was a big day. Whoa. Big day for you. Together? Separate. Are you friends with them? I work with you're, them. You work with your... your yes. Not for long. Okay. But, yes, I work with them. Got it, yeah. Right. But then the next day I have written down Adam's family at 2 o'clock. But I don't... I know it wasn't the show because I didn't... Audition. Did an audition for it... Did I go see it? Like it was a movie that Bette Midler AMC. was the grandma of. Oh, oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I went and you saw, went saw the, the cartoon, cartoon of Adam's Family at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. It was memorable. Apparently, it. Adam's AMC. Family was my Broadway debut. The Adam's Family keyboard too. Really? It's in my notes. Oh, look at that! I could tell you Adam's Family, Finding Neverland, yeah. Allegiance, and War Paint. Yeah, that's all true. I played those shows. My October 16th, because I know you're all sitting on the edges of your seats. I don't have anything really that day. I worked, but then the next day, the 17th, <laughs> I did Hocus Pocus Trivia. Oh. And we lo- there was like 32 teams, <gasps> and we came in like seventh. And we have meticulous good. notes made by Scott Frost, and we did not win. So. Wow. What, what, were like, what was like the hardest question? Oh, my God. I can't. I don't even know. Oh, there was some, yeah. Like, what is the Sanderson sisters address? It, yeah, it was very it? detailed. <laughs> Super That's detailed. Great. Wow. Yeah. I do love trivia. All right. Hopefully we can... And last but not least. Sept? Yeah. yeah. Sept is a good one. And then Sept... <laughs> no. Sept fourth. Ooh, Sept fourth. This is so boring. I once again taught my advanced topics class. This is another Wednesday. This is another Wednesday. So I taught... I taught in the afternoon. I saw Joel Gray and Elizabeth Ashley. I did, <laughs> oh I did a neti pot. Wait, I'm not going to do... This is like that episode of Sex and the City. That's funny! Well, welcome ah. to the stage! Uh, I'm not... Okay, since this is another Wednesday, I, I'm going to pull another one, but... Um, okay, the second. Of... September. September. Oh, we're still in September. That's oh my a God, Monday. it was Labor Day. Labor Day! Oh. I, I, I had the day off. It I'm was Labor Day. Sh- I'm sure I made ribs. I flew in... The day before from 
Germany. Oh, I was in Maine. I was in New Hampshire. This was the day it rained in Maine. We went. The rain rain in in Maine Maine stays mainly in the plain. It rained in Maine, so we went to brunch. We had a nailing it lobster something brunch. I have a lobster tattoo. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. The lobster tattoo. Then we went to Beth's for strawberry shortcake and um, bacon that is like cured so much that you don't need to put it in the fridge. Yep. Picked up some of that, and then we like went back to the house and had a rainy main day. We couldn't go out on the boat. Look at how clear your September second is. September second oh. soups clear. Oh, I'm glad that she like got into the lazy boy with the cup holder yep. and like put the yep. feet up. I think we watched. I think Great British Baking Show came back like that week, oh, so we got yeah, to watch the first one. Mm, what a great day! It was great, and then we like made pizzas for dinner or something. Yeah. It was nailing it. The last day of Maine. We drove back the next day. I was up in New Hampshire with my brother and my sister-in-law and their child. Your nephew. Who was, his half birthday was that day, or mm. around then, so they're just having a cute little snuggle moment, I'm sure. <laughs> and that's that game! <laughs> and that's how you oh, play the whole game. game. That's wow. We only do You three. cut up all those. Oh, did you do this every time? No. Just, no, just the, the like just the December episodes. December and oh, like January we'll maybe. I understand, yeah, I understand. You know, yes, that's I cute. Oh, the year! Wow, there it goes once again. Please talk to us about Terrytown. Because I, I actually don't you. know it. I listened to like what's on your very up-to-date and well-maintained website. Thank you very much, Squarespace, which I appreciate. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I, I, I am sorry to say that I don't know. Well, you wouldn't. I mean, nobody does know. It's just a musical I wrote that, like, only ever had one production in San Diego. But it did really well there. Got great reviews. I won, you know, the local, like, best new musical, whatever. Um, and, and that's sort of it. I don't know. Musicals What's the part? Are like, what? It's based on The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's like a modern the day. Terrytown, New York. Which yes. I love. The, you should do it at the so Terrytown Theater. I would love to. I wish they would call me. I'm really bad about... I'll be your manager. Like, I'll give them a call. Please do, because I don't Nancy. send it out to anyone. Rhonda. I'm like, I have a wonderful agent, but she doesn't, like, send it out or do things. She just negotiates stuff sort of as it comes in. But, like... I need, yeah, it's it's honestly very good, and I wrote it, and it's based on The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, but it's a three it's three actors, it's modern day, it's, like, gay, and, um, Ooh. you know, it's moody. The music on your website is beautiful. It's a and wonderful I... demo that you can hear for free on my website <laughs> that's um, Andy Miantis, Jeremy Jordan, and Krista Rodriguez, and a wonderful, like, seven-piece orchestra, and uh, it's, I think it's great, so... Your Don't orchestrations are really beautiful. Those are by Brian Yusufer, who is the MD of Frozen on Broadway. And uh, he did those beautiful orchestrations. So thank you, Brian. That should be yeah. put up in uh, when, whenever the Sleepy Hollow stuff happens. You know, October-ish. Oh, yeah. It's super you know, Halloween-y. It's all set at super, Halloween. Yeah. It's like... Headless Horseman realness. Yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah. We've, I've done all that up in Sleepy Hollow. It's fantastic. Well, call those people that you know up in Sleepy Hollow and tell them to do this music. You don't even have to know them. We'll just do it. We'll just do it. You can produce it. Great. It's, it's great. available. Done. Headless Hung Like a Horseman. Ah! Probably. I mean. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! There are. Seven very well-known dwarves yes. in history. Okay. If you were the eighth, what would your name be? He's biting on the cork of the champagne bottle. <laughs> um, sassy? Sassy dwarf. Sassy dwarf? Like, who Do we have another grumpy? sassy? We've, we've have had you already s- done this? Oh, and you have a We sassy. ask everybody. This is like 60th no, episode, look, but... You're not expected to know that? Oh, no. I certainly don't know You can don't definitely double up. Okay, yes, uh, I don't... 
Well, I'm just going like what people say. It's I am the first thing that comes like, to your mind of like you're assholes, snarky. But I don't think I'm snarky because no. I think snarky is like negative. And I do think actually it's the brilliance people of people running out of adjectives like, for gay people. Yes, and it, we're not negative. You're not no. mean. You're sassy. No, I'm not mean ever. I'm just like I say like it is, and it's in a silly, fun, sassy way. <laughs> What's a better word for sassy? Can I use a Can I use a thesaurus on my phone? Thesaurus store. Absolute. Um, dictionary app. There it is. I've used the Soros app thrice today. Oh, it's the best. Oh. I'll look up sassy and rhyme zone and see what gives me something better. Rhyme zone. Rhyming words. Brazen, cheeky. I could say cheeky. Oh, cheeky. That's a good one. That also like alludes to my status as a verse bottom. Cheeky. Did uh, um, I would see some of these are like mean, like rude. Smart alecky. I don't think that's right. Wise. Why is wise and um, a synonym for sassy? Errant. Well, I don't be know sassy. Errant you gotta know what you're talking about. I guess. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Can know. you be? What are your dwarf names? Does everyone ask you that? Anishi. <laughs> Wait a minute. It but the dwarves out. are like. Oh, what does that mean? Because niche audience. Because I'm the most niche person in the world. Really. That's why everyone thinks I'm funny. What if I was or like, or not my... funny because they don't get it? Oh, true. True. Has anyone been like my dwarf name would be Peter Dinklage? Julia yes. Murney. No. Yes, and we kept it because she's friends with him. She's like, it's fine. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> yes. He's been to my house for pancakes. Oh, of course, everyone's been to our house for pancakes. Except New Year's me. Day. Me too. Yeah, Come on. Not gonna be invited, am I? <sighs> Mine is gassy. <laughs> and Anna Lee said gassy yesterday. She's the first one who's doubled up on mine. Mm-hmm. She has celiac. I'm just a trash person. <laughs> and the champagne isn't celiac. helping. Just a bit, just a tiny bit. I have to get back to Roosevelt Island after this. What? That's where I'm staying with my friend. I've Paul. never been. You've but never I... been to Roosevelt Island? It's just no. over there. No. Oh, but how so do you get well, you the, the F? F. I've been on the F. I live in Astoria. So I oh, so you passed through Roosevelt Island, but you've just I never can... gotten on. No. Why it's an I escalator. Go? You don't even have to climb stairs to get on the station. It's an escalator. Why am I going to Roosevelt Island? For What's... the views. Oh, the, views. the views. The views. I My college I have dorms around over there. it. So that's why, yeah, that's why I had only ever been over there. People were like, I'm dorming at Roosevelt. I looked at Marymount when I still thought I was going to go to school for acting. Yeah, Roosevelt Island. I mean, you don't want to go in the winter. Because it's so windy because there's water on either side of every building. Have you done? You can ride the tram. I just bought a tram keychain as a Christmas gift for my boy. What does he do? He is a reality TV producer. Oh, bitch. (laughs) For what company? He he works for a company called Sunset and Vine. It's in London. And he does sports. Sports television. So right now he's traveling the world with the Rugby Sevens Championship Tournament. I don't know if that's what I'm going to call because I've never seen a rugby game. But Rugby Sevens is like a division of rugby or something. It's huge. It's it's worldwide and he goes to all the... So he's he's literally... Well, he's flying back today, but he's in Cape Town, South Africa. And he's flying back to London today. And then he was in Dubai last week. And he goes all over the world literally like filming interviews with rugby players. Hmm. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> we like to ask all of our guests what their first impression of each of us was. Well, it's been so many years. My first impression of you was in 2010, and it was a very swoopy bang. This <laughs> what we've established. It was a swoopy bang and a and a hairy finger. Oh, oh my god! In a good way. That's a, that's a plus. Are you alive? Do you feel alive? I'm dead. Do you feel seen? Do you feel seen? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, bless you. Bless, bless you and not your cheeky. Not a bad thing. Just a, not a bad thing. A swoopy bang and a hairy bang. He's very Mediterranean. Beautiful, yes. Very Mediterranean. Yes, yes. You can tell. You can tell. What was your first impression of me? Well... <laughs> Let me take off this Jolly Rancher. My first impression and of you honest, was... be honest, bitch. Be honest, bitch. You were behind the table. Um, I liked the flannel, because we're all wearing flannel. Unbeknownst to each of us. I don't know. I sort of thought, there's a white girl. Correct. 
I mean, she also screamed at you. I was like, she looks very pleasant. I remember thinking that, like, the it's a very like welcoming appearance. It's very like I'm a friendly person, which might be a lie. I don't know, but it was very like, you know, it's sort of a rounder like frame, very high faced. <laughs> Five faced. faced L'Oreal numbered seventy seven. There you go. Yeah, it was very like I'm open to you. Mm. I think I'd seen your picture already, you know, from the podcast. Mm. Mm-hmm. From Googling the podcasts before I appeared on it. Well, we've talked about our first Im- my first impression of you is being the mm-hmm. hot gay from Encore and this, Disney Plus. Like you were the hot say, gay. This hot thing A, I think it's only because everyone else on the show is like no, it's because Lord you're dressed to impress and your hair looks fierce. No, because yeah. you're, you're my yourself like and that's hot. hot. But I remember my, I mean, remember the dreads years. You remember? Do that's I remember? When you met me, is yeah. when you I had dreads? past my shoulder white boy dreads for for a for almost two years. Yeah, I've got oh, pictures. I've got pictures right are, here on my Peter? Facebook. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> is that on Disney Plus? I, that's that was my Peter Pan. Pan. Is that on Disney? I, not, I don't think that's a Disney movie. I thought Hook Is was Peter Pan that? to me. Like, oh, what do you mean? No, Kathy well, Rigby. I mean, not Kathy Rigby. Well, Sorry, no. Mary Martin. Mary Martin. I didn't grow up with that. I thought oh. Hook was like. These are. This is tied back though, so you don't know if you have to pull back. Yeah, oh you looked like like God. a like a white Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Just because she has dreads. Wow. Oh, Tracy Chapman. Well, it's yeah, it was a picture. look. It was a look, and it became very memorable, I think, in like the audition circuit. Yeah. I think actors were mostly like, is it the accompanist with the dreads, is what people would say. Sure. But I hope they would be happy the noise. it was. Yes. It was like, that's worst thing that ever going to happen. Yeah. I'm coming through, cutting through the noise. I'm not just another gay Jew playing the piano. Yeah. I'm going to have white boy dreads. You with your swoop. You're cutting through the noise. <laughs> No one. Everyone who we asked this question to, who who knew you then, says swoop because yeah. it was so. It was sort really of because I had no forehead curated cultivated. It was a cultivated, it's a cultivated swoop. swoop. There's nothing else, but I do want to ask oh. you: What do you want to plug? And where are you? Where can we I find you? So and many things. I think your Instagram, your website. Mm. Tell people to come study with you. Oh my god! Please follow me. Sorry. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at zebra adam. Zebra Adam. There's a story behind that. Next podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are sick of this. Zebra Adam on Instagram and Twitter. Or you, you, if you are a, currently a high school senior listening to this, you can come study with me at Point Park University in their musical theater program. Yes. Their musical theater BFA program. But I only teach juniors and seniors, so you won't have me for the first couple years, but it's worth the wait. Trust me. But he's a celebrity now, so. So there you go. And please do watch Encore. Because I think it's so it's, fierce. I watched the episodes that I'm not on and yeah. was not involved in, and I am fucking obsessed with them. It's one of my top, and I watch a lot of TV same, scripted same. and uh, like As, oh, Couch Potato, so Couch Potato. Yep. Um, it's top <laughs> ten TV series of this year, okay. and I would say. Top seven. And actually, we just made the top ten list, I think, of LA Times. Yeah, 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 definitely. Where we're reality new TV is going. It is it's a pretty so special iconic. Show it's so special. Because it's like heartfelt but snarky. And it's like laugh out loud, ridiculous. It's, but it's like vulnerable. You're crying. And then there's like a musical at the end of every yeah, episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. It was really my pleasure. It's a whirlwind <laughs> trip, and you gave us your time. I would just like the the, um, the home audience to know that we cut a lot out of this podcast <laughs> for good reason because we talked about a lot of stuff. Oh, the tangentials! It's now been several hours, but you are you're hearing the best of, but not the sort of blue version. And I think you'll actually be grateful in the end. Yeah, yeah, because we 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 talked a lot of deep dark, hairy secrets, hairy. Secrets. Speaking of the end. Bye. 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 In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. 
We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.